All right, folks, it's another episode of the Razzball Fantasy YouTube channel, YouTube podcast, you name it, whatever it is, it's the Razzball Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Marco. Today, we're going to be doing a solo show to talk a little bit about the NFL playoff picture and how it will impact your fantasy teams. Before we do, we want to make sure you follow us across the board at Razzball Fantasy on YouTube, IG, and TikTok. We have daily content over on our social media, so go check them out right now. We also want to make sure you jump over to Razzball.com. We are going to continue to have great content all off-season long, breaking down the latest information on the bus from 2022, who broke out and why. We're going to be breaking down Dynasty content every Wednesday. So make sure you jump over to the Razzball Fantasy YouTube channel and also on Razzball.com. And finally, make sure you're joining us. We're going to be back again this Sunday for one hour or so to talk about your start-sick questions, key injuries, weather updates, everything you need to know before the championship week. So make sure you're joining us on the Razzball Fantasy YouTube channel for our live start sit show. But today's show is going to be about the NFL playoff picture. So let's start the show. All right, first off, I want to talk a little bit about there's going to be a couple topics today. And I think this year, like the last few years, there's only one buy and it's going to be huge. For a lot of the top teams in the NFL, there's a lot of teams that still have a chance at the number one seed, and it's a coveted position. It gives you a a, a buy, the only buy available in each conference. So the great news is there isn't a lot of scenarios that clinches a team's, you know, position for the next week. So people that play in fantasy football in week 18, first off, PSA, stop doing that. You don't want to play fantasy football the last week. Too many teams sit their starters But there's a lot of scenarios right now where teams are going to potentially clinch this week, could potentially have um, sit their players next week. So we want to talk a little bit about that today. Also talk about any teams that might be a red flag based on injuries and or their own current positions, a.k.a. the Jacksonville Jaguars. But today let's start at the top. Let's talk about that number one seed. And the good news is, First off, in the AFC, there isn't a lot of teams that could be the one seed. Now, there's still a path for three teams. The Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals. The Bills are, of course, in the driver's seat. They hold the tiebreaker right now at 12-3 and with the Kansas City Chiefs because they're both 12-3. and The Bills beat them head-to-head. But the good news is, for our fantasy teams, is that they're tied, right? So the Bills need to continue to win in order to clinch that one seed. They cannot win this week. And if the Chiefs win against the Broncos, they need to play next week. They need to win to clinch. So that's great news for all our fantasy teams with all the Bills, the Chiefs, etc. Now, things start getting a little complicated if the Bills lose to the Bengals this week. If the Chiefs win out, they are the one seed. However, because the Bengals also beat the Chiefs, if the Bengals win next this week and next week and the Chiefs lose One of the next two games, the Bengals will become the one seed. So there is a a lot, a lot to play for between these three teams. And the other thing that's crazy about this scenario, especially for the Bengals, the Bengals are the only one of these teams that actually can fall out of having home field. We'll get that into a second in the wild card round. Let's jump down over to the, uh, the NFC. A little more variety in this one. Obviously, the Eagles, no Jalen Hurts might return this week. But the good news is Eagles hold their destiny. They have a pretty sizable league, a game up on the Vikings, two games up on the 49ers. 
and they still have two games up on the Cowboys. Now, the Eagles just need to win one of the next two games. Um, they did play Minnesota earlier in this year in one, so technically they do have a two-game advantage over all three of these teams. So the Eagles, all they need to do is win one of the next two, and they have the first round by. They can actually clinch in that scenario. So let's just jump over here really quick to it. There's a really cool site that lays out, and by the way, you know, NFL playoffscenarios.com. They break this down. They had the seedings up earlier. Guys, put it back up. Those were awesome. I don't know why they're not up now, but anyway, I just want to show this. I'm going to share my screen here because I think this is really important to see. It's a lot easier to talk through it because um, we could kind of show you a little bit about the actual scenario. So these are the live ones. Obviously, we just talked about the, the Eagles, if they clinch the first round by with a win. Um, and also they could clinch too because, like I said before, they have that they tie and blah, blah. We're not going to get into that. It's not going to be a thing. But really the Eagles truly control their scenario here, and that's really key. But there are there's a scenario where if the Eagles lose twice, which probably unlikely, but if they do, the Vikings would take over the one seed. But what if the Vikings lose one of the next two and everybody finishes 11, uh, 12 and four? I mean, uh, sorry, 14 and four. Well, first off, um, the Cowboys would leapfrog the Eagles in that scenario, and the Eagles would slip not only out of the one seed, but they would actually have an away game in the first round of the playoffs if this happens in this scenario. Because right now, today, the Cowboys, believe it or not, have a de- very, very small chance. They need a Vikings loss. They need a um, – let's see. Actually, there is a good – that's a good question. The Minnesota Vikings head-to-head – have not played the Cowboys. No, they did, and they lost. So the Cowboys, believe it or not, have the tiebreaker uh, against the Vikings as well. Um, so the Cowboys have the tiebreaker here against the them as well. And the 49ers, um, we'd have to go to division. So if there's no head-to-head, it's division record. So this brings us to – let me just make this bigger for everybody so you can see it. Um, so Dallas four and one, if they beat the Giants, that'd be five and one, the 49ers, what is their division record here? Five and oh, yeah. So I think in that scenario, if all four teams tie with a 14 and four record, I'm going to say that the tie goes to the 49ers. This is a one seed. That is my my thought process here because the first tiebreakers head to head. The 49ers haven't played any of these teams this year, I don't believe. So the 49ers haven't faced any of those other three top teams. And that's fine. We're just browsing through. This is kind of an informational podcast for all of us here to understand. So they haven't played the Eagles. They haven't played. Yeah, they haven't um they haven't played Minnesota. Yeah. So in that scenario, the tiebreaker for the 49ers would be. Uh, division record. So if they can win the next uh, next game, so this week they have the Cardinals. If they beat the, I mean, sorry, next week they have the Cardinals. This week they have the Fort Raiders. So if they beat the Cardinals, they win the next two, and everybody finishes fourteen to four. I think that means the 49ers would be the one seed based on the division record, since they don't have a head to head there. So that is a very interesting scenario there as well, which means that everybody has a lot to play for. Um, however, if the Eagles win this week, the good everybody still has a lot to play for because. You don't want to fall out of, you know, basically the seeding is still going to be up for grabs. You have the two seed versus the three, et cetera. So 
I think a lot of these teams, you know, there might not be a lot of jockeying for position if everybody keeps winning their games. But overall, the Cowboys, that one seat is still very up for grabs in the NFC. Definitely. All right. The wild card home games. <clears throat> Basically, the next one we probably should talk through is the wild card home games. And, you know, I'm just going to share this real quick. Yeah, so this one is really key because, you know, the, the first – you want to have a home game the first week. There's still a lot of teams that have this scenario. Um, six teams in the AFC have this option as well. So there, let's talk through those. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Ravens, Titans, and Jaguars. Of course, because of the seeding how it is right now, um, the Ravens and the Bengals are probably the two that have the biggest, you know, jockeying for position. Because there's a big gap, um, the Bills and the Chiefs have already clinched their divisions. So they're already locked in there, but the Bengals and the Ravens are now playing for that division title um, because they're one. They play next week, which is awesome. The Bengals will face the Ravens. That's a division. Uh, as long as the Ravens win this week, that game will be for the division. So, because um, right now the tiebreaker would be in that scenario. So Cincinnati played the Bang. Um, in that scenario, so right now today for the wild card home games, the Bills have one locked up if they don't get the one seed. Same with the Chiefs. They're locked into a home game. The winner of next week's Jags-Titans game, whoever wins will be the four seed. They're locked into the four seed. This is kind of why I'm talking about the Jags today is one of the only red flags for the weekend because technically it doesn't matter if they win or lose this week. They are playing for a win again in scenario next week. Now they're playing a Titans team that don't won't have their starting quarterback and, and that you know, I don't think anybody really excited to see the Titans make the playoffs, but the Jags will need to win and get in. They're locked into the four seed. So that last division winner, the AFC North winner, the Bengals-Ravens game, is really where the focus is going to be over the next two weeks. If the Ravens end up losing to the Steelers and the Bengals lose, um, it still doesn't matter because if the Bengals will only be up one game. So the only way this gets locked up, the Bengals beat the Bills, the Ravens lose to the Steelers, and then they're locked in. The good news is the Ravens clinched a playoff berth already. So did the Chargers. Um, theoretically, they could slip down to the sixth seed or even the seventh seed um, if the Dolphins win out and they lose the next two games. So, um, well, that's not true. Hold on a second. Let's see. Bengals. Let's do one thing first. The Bengals versus the Ravens, the AFC North title. So they already lost to the Ravens. Okay. And then the division is the next tiebreaker, Ravens-Cincinnati-Bengals. Wow, Bengals are 2-3 and three in division. If they lose next week, they'll be 2-4. and four. Yeah, so the cool thing is it doesn't matter. The Ravens are only one game back. That's a really cool one there. And the Ravens, that means the Bengals, if they – next week is a huge game. No matter if – as long as the Ravens handle business against the Steelers, they have a win, they have a chance to win that division next week. So it doesn't matter if the Bengals win against the Bills, they still have a shot to win that division um, next week, which is cool because that would bump them up to the third seed. That means the Bengals would be away against the Jaguars most likely in that scenario. So, you know, there's still a lot to play for there um, in that division, and that also could be huge because you go from a home game against, you know, potentially a, you know, the Los Angeles Chargers uh, – to an away game against, I guess, honestly, losing the division probably isn't a bad thing, right? I think a lot of teams would prefer to play the Jags slash Titans over the Chargers. Um, but, 
Yeah, that's actually an interesting thought process there for those teams. But I think they want that division title. They want that home game. You don't want to roll the dice in the playoffs. You want to get home field. But you could make an argument. You're probably better off losing the division, finishing as the five seed, and playing the Jags Titans. But that's just me right here. All right, let's jump over to the NFC. Um, wild card home games, the Eagles, Vikings, 49ers, Cowboys, Bucks, Panthers, Saints. Now, that the thing is, is similar to... Um, the AFC, the NFC South is the one where it's a disaster. And that division is locked into the four seed. Whoever wins that division will be the four seed. The early favor is the Bucks, but they do face off against the Panthers this week. Um, the Panthers will need to win out to clinch that division. Um, and the tiebreakers are there would be. So. Yeah. Bucks are three and one against the division. But they would lose against the Panthers. Panthers would beat them. That means they would have a better division record. So that means that the Panthers would move into the playoffs. So, I mean, the Saints also have a shot too here. Um, but they have a much worse division record. But I do believe that the Saints have a have won. Let's see. The Saints this season. Let's see how they've done against the Panthers and the Tampa Bay Bucks. So they lost twice to the Bucks. Jesus. So they can't pass them straight up. They need the Bucks to lose twice, no matter what. But if the Bucks lose twice, the Saints are in. Um, Carolina Panthers, because they if they have to beat the Panthers, they play the Panthers next week. Oh wow, okay. Well, they need the Panthers to lose twice, and they need the Bucks to lose twice. So basically, if the if the Bucks win, they're in. If the Bucks uh, the Panthers beat the uh, Bucks, and then they beat the Saints they're in. But if they lose to the Saints, um, I think they're still in. I think the Panthers – I think the Saints need – no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, the, the Saints need the Panthers to beat the Bucks, and then they need to beat the Panthers. Okay, I got it. Yeah, we're good there. All right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so that's that's interesting. That's an interesting – there's a lot to play for for those teams – Obviously, the Alvin Kamara is the, the running backs for the Panthers. DJ Moore and company. The Buccaneers guys are all set and forget it. But that gives them the four seed. That means that five seed's probably almost coveted. Like, you know, that right now is the Cowboys, but the Eagles, the Vikings, the 49ers all could theoretically. Um, the only team that could fall out of the um, home games is the Eagles, right? So right now, today, it seems like the Cowboys are locked into the five. Unless the Eagles fall apart, lose two straight. Um, the Vikings and 49ers will have a home game locked up already. The Eagles could theoretically slip to five if they lose the next two. So, honestly, there's so much to play for. If the Eagles win, though, this week, they lock up the one seed, they're done. So, they might even sit their players next week. So, if we pop back over to um, this clinching scenario, this is where the key is here. Let's just jump back over to that. Sorry, just give me a second. All right. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yeah, so this is the Eagles. When they win, then they have nothing to play for week 18, so that's a red flag for anybody playing in fantasy football in week 18. 
you're playing in week 18, the Eagles win against the Saints this week, then basically um, those guys will probably they might they might sit the guys that are banged up, but that means they have a two week break. So not really a great idea to sit those guys as well. The Bucks win this week. They clinch the South. So that's cool too. Um, Giants clinch a playoff berth with a win as well. That's really great for them. But overall, for the the wild card home games for the NFC, it's pretty cut and dry. Eagles need to lose twice to fall out. Cowboys are pretty much locked into the five seed. Bucks, Panthers, Saints basically need to have a dogfight for that last spot. Bucks control their destiny with a win this week overall. So interesting stuff there for those teams. All right, let's do the last one. Outside looking in, who are the teams that still have, that still have a scrapping and clawing and they, they need to get in? You know, you have the Patriots, Jets, Steelers, Titans, Raiders, all on the outside looking in the Titans. We've already covered the Raiders are basically, there's no shot. There's, they're not going to do it. Um, it's pretty much not, not an option for them, but I think, you know, the, 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 the only way these teams are eliminated, right. Is with losses, right. The jets, the Patriots, um, you know, those teams, the Steelers, all are eliminated with losses. It's kind of obvious. So the good news is if those teams can win, they are still fighting for a playoff spot next week. Um, none of these guys are. Um, so let me let me pause for a second. The only team that technically is eliminated from the playoff contention with another team's win is the Steelers. If the Steelers beat the Ravens and the Dolphins win, they are out. So that's, you know, notable. Um, the same thing goes for the Raiders, but I don't think we're all any excited for that team. They're not, they're most likely not going to do anything with that. So the good news is really from a fantasy football standpoint for this week, a lot of the only team that really is a red flag is the Jaguars because they could really, you know, they, they don't need to go all in this week, but for next week, if the Miami Dolphins win, the pay, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are out, even if they beat the Ravens, but the good news is the teams, the fringe teams are the Jets and the Patriots stay alive, even if they Win, uh, win their game. So if they win their game, they're still alive. Um, there's no winning scenario where they could be knocked out. So that's key there for them as well. Um, let's jump over to the NFC. So we have the Seahawks. Oh, sorry. How's that looking in? Scroll. There we go. Seahawks, Lions, Packers, Panthers, Saints. Panthers and Saints only are viable for that four seed, as we've discussed a bunch of times because of the NFC South. They're basically out of it for any wild card. They're not in that picture as at any shot. Um, the Saints are eliminated if the Bucks win. And if Washington wins, that makes no sense. I guess they could finish seven, nine, and one. And theoretically they could finish eight and nine. Okay. So the Saints still, I, I apologize. The Saints and the Panthers both have a shot at the wild card. If everybody else loses all the time. So that's interesting. Um, see, this is why we talk through it, but that's interesting stuff. But anyway, the outside looking in teams, um, you know, if Tampa Bay and Washington wins, the Saints are out even if they win. So that's interesting to note. Um, they also could be out with a win. These these scenarios are very like extreme here, but that's that's a lot. Uh win for T- Detroit, win for Tampa Bay, and a win and tie for Green Bay. You know, that's whatever. Um I think that's the only team. Oh, yeah. Green Bay loss. No. Interesting. 
Yeah, that's good. So coming through this this scenarios here, uh, the only team that could be eliminated from another team's win is the Saints. The Saints can actually be eliminated um, if the Bucks win and the and the Commanders win. So that's interesting. Everybody else is still alive. So this is good news for anybody that plays into Week 18. Really, those are the only teams that have a kind of a red flag um, there as well. So that's worth noting uh, for that for those eliminations. But there's still a lot of movement. Seattle, the Lions, the Packers. A lot of teams have a lot to play for. The Packers and the Saints, um, Packers and the Lions play each other the next week. So that's extremely notable. The Commanders need to continue to win out. Um, they cannot go one and one. So the Commanders are kind of deep down hoping probably that the Eagles win this week because that means that the Cowboys are locked into the five seed and they don't have anything to play for. Um, if they win. So Cowboys are 12 and four, they're locked in. Then they, maybe they, they, they rest their players because they have guys like Tony Pollard. They don't want to get Zeke injured. Maybe they rest their players. So the commanders can get a cupcake matchup in week the last week against the Cowboys. So that could be big time. That's something worth monitoring for this show uh, for next week. If anybody that plays monitor that situation, if the Eagles win, that means the Cowboys are locked into the five seed. They could rest their starters against the commanders that could really open the floodgates um and the commanders could lock in that seven seed. that'd be bad news for pretty much every team i mean cooper rush is not bad though i mean he did show he could beat teams but that's still worth noting as well giants win this week and they're they're in um the clinching scenarios let's go back up here yeah the cowboy uh, the giants win and they're in that's awesome yeah washington needs a lot to happen a couple of losses down here but yeah, Washington just needs to win out. But if Washington goes one and one, that means they'll be eight, eight and one. And that means any one of the Seahawks, Lions, and Packers could pass them up. So the commanders have a ton of play for. They need to win the next two games. They cannot just sit on their laurels. Um, the Seahawks would be the next team up. Um, if they can win the next two, Seahawks have the, let's see here, Jets which is going to be interesting and tough. Both teams have a lot to play for. And then the Rams, which now all of a sudden with Baker on fire could be a disaster. Uh, but if the commanders do for some reason lose, win to, beat the Browns, lose to the Cowboys, that means the Seahawks will be next in line. And then the Packers, after that, if they say the Seahawks lose to the Jets this week, then the next team up is the, the, if the Lions beat the Bears and the Packers beat the Vikings, which is insane. That's going to be huge this week. Packers game is going to be huge. Aaron Rodgers, it's going to put up or shut up time. If the Packers somehow beat the Vikings, that means the win and win and get in game will be against the Lions and Packers. So if the the Commanders lose to the Browns, Seahawks lose to the Jets, and the Packers and the Lions win this week, that means the winner of that Lions Packers game is in the playoffs, which is pretty cool as well. So I mean, there's a lot to play for. This is pretty good. I thought this was good for fantasy football purposes too, just to make sure we're not missing anything. Um, I think basically today's show we uncovered that the one thing that could be a red flag next week, as long as the team doesn't get eliminated. So basically the rundown is the Jags don't have a lot to play for in week 17 um, because they have a winning get in game against the Titans next week. So be aware of that. Um, if you're a tiebreaker between Kirk and another player, maybe you go with the other player uh, like that kind of scenario in week 18. If the Eagles win in week 17, that means the Cowboys are locked into the five seed. 
That means that they could sit their starters against the commanders, which could be bad news for teams that want the commanders to lose. It could be bad if you have the Cowboys players. Just keep in mind in that you might want to stock up. Make If you have Zeke, if you have Tony Pollard, this is the time to go pick up Malik Davis and put him on your bench because Malik Davis might be a starter in week 18 because they might be resting their starters. So it's just an idea for that kind of stuff as well. Um, another team that that really the only team that could be eliminated this week with another team's win is the Saints, uh, who are still alive right now. They could be knocked out of the playoffs if they win and the Tampa Bay Bucks win. So if the Bucks win, they're out. Um, so there that's oh, sorry. If they if the Bucks and Commanders win, the they are eliminated. So that's worth noting as well. Other than that, I don't think there's any elimination series for teams that win. Oh, Pittsburgh could be eliminated with a Miami win. And, of course, the Raiders are just, you know, Miami or Jets win, they're out. So, you know, that's just worth noting as well. So, overall, it does seem like there's a lot to play for still. I don't think there's going to be a lot of scenarios where teams sit their starters. Um, the Eagles, if they win, they could sit their starters next week, but they do have a two-week bye. If the Bills win this week, the good news is that one seed's still up for grabs with the Chiefs, so they can't sit on their laurels. The great news is there isn't a lot of teams in the AFC that will be locked in. The only team that um, – if the thing is if the Bengals win this week and the Ravens lose, they're locked – they still have a shot at the one seed, so they're still going to have to play as well. So there's there's not a lot of scenarios where teams could sit their players over the next few weeks, but I think on the show today we identified the potential red flags – but leave a comment. Let me know your thoughts. What do you guys think about the NFL playoff scenarios? Who do you think is going to get it? Jags, Titans. Do you think the Ravens could pass up the Bengals for the division title? Do you think it might be better to lose the division title for the NFC uh, North, AFC North, because you get to play that four game against the Jags or Titans? Leave a comment. Let me know your thoughts. Appreciate you guys joining again. Once again, this is the Rasball Fantasy Football Podcast on the Rasball Fantasy YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to the Rasball Fantasy YouTube channel. Make sure you jump over to IG and TikTok as well. And, of course, make sure you go to Rasball.com. Finally, tomorrow's show, make sure you jump on. We're going to be on the Sunday – sorry, not Sunday live start sit show this Sunday. Today's Friday. Look at me losing my mind. Make sure you join us to, on Sunday. We'll be there for live for one hour. Thank you for joining me again. I'm your host, Bobby LaMarco. You can follow me at Bobby LaMarco on Twitter. We are out of here.